Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Industries, we already learned what happened with, uh, what is it, Ford? They don't make cars anymore. Right. It wasn't profitable for them. So, hey, let's just stop making cars. We don't have to worry about the American people. Nah, we don't need to make cars anymore. We'll just make trucks. Well, everybody wants a truck. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I, think it's, I think it's crazy. I think what really uh, is going on is they're trying to leverage the resources that Apple has. Now, the only thing that would not surprise me and it may happen soon, is that one of the big executives from, quote-unquote, Google <laughs> might be uh, sucked up to go to one of the car care companies. Jay Moore Tech Talk Show, where we answer questions about technology, explain the way they should work, and why they don't sometimes. Well, hey, everybody. It is John C. Morley, serial entrepreneur here, and welcome once again to the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show. We are here, Marcus, in the month of December. Where the heck did Thanksgiving go? It's always nice to have you. How are you doing uh, tonight? Hey, John. It's good to be back. I'm still full, you know, um, from a week ago. Well, yeah, one more week ago. So <laughs> ready for Christmas now. Let's 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 stuff let's stuff this turkey some more. <laughs> I had uh, a great Thanksgiving yeah. meal, and I have to tell you that um, you know we were going up for dessert, and this one lady from the buffet she had like four pieces of pie, just literally piled on her plate. <laughs> she ate every one of them. I had a piece of pumpkin pie, yeah. and then I wanted the pecan, so I took a quarter of the pecan. And put it on my plate. I don't know how people, that's like disgusting when they pile four and five, not to mention the calories for that. I mean, they didn't waste the food, but that's just a lot of food. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I did hold off on the dessert. I, I got a little bit of banana pudding, you know, a little bit of, uh, you know, pudding. That's <laughs> dangerous. That's, that's very dangerous. <laughs> that's all I did, John. That's all I did. A little, little bit of guilty pleasure. That's it. Well, you know, uh, I do want to thank uh, TaskRabbit for being a sponsor with us um, basically uh, for this entire month. And uh, I think today is uh, uh, they're, 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 uh, they're with us now for a little over a month. And I want to thank them. And, you know, if you have an odd job around the house, you can go to the link that we'll post a little bit later in the show to, to give you uh, some money back so that you can uh, get things done. Just around the holidays, maybe if you need some shopping done or you need somebody to wait in line for you, go to TaskRabbit.com and find the appropriate person that is a match for you and your personal needs. All right, let's get started with our show. We have an amazing show for you, as we always do. Uh, Facebook. Now, Marcus, they changed their name, if you remember, not too long ago, to Meta. Yeah. But... It doesn't seem to be fooling the media too much. Yeah, it's no, one's, like, no one's buying it. <laughs> they're, they're still calling him Facebook. It's kind of like if you had this uh, kid in the class and his name was Brendan. It's like, oh, my name's not Brendan. My name is Michael. Yeah, well, Brendan. And it's like they still go back to the old name. It's like, I, I don't know if they think they're trying to hide something. But I think that's what Facebook is trying to do. I mean, they're trying with this new branding. I don't think it's going anywhere. It's not sticking. You know, it's not no, sticking. it's not. People are not 
letting it stick. I think that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. It's like having bad glue. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to do. Um, but but it's not going anywhere. And uh, the European Union is really not letting this um, drop. So Facebook now, as you know, Facebook meta, whatever you guys want to call them, depending on what day it is, um, is offering some ideas to remedy uh, the European, uh, I guess, union challenge that's going on. Mm. And um, I don't know. I feel that, uh, you know, th they're concerned about what's happening over there. But for whatever reason, uh, you know, they're not providing all the details right now of uh, what's going on with the policy. They've just said that they're going to extend a decision for a deadline to January 28th. How nice. Let us get through the holidays. <laughs> they're expected to seek feedback from other rivals and customers before deciding whether to accept the offer or demand more. I always believe, you know, Marcus, that Facebook is just, they're a business. Yeah. And it's not nice to say, but they don't do what's right for the consumer. I'm sure we've seen this hundreds of times. Yeah, we and we definitely have seen this. This is their way of trying to uh, get ahead of uh, violating uh, any of the EU's, any any of the EU's, uh, EU's um, you know, iron hand, and it's going to fall down on uh, things that they, you know, try to underhandedly do. The European Union, by the way, just so you know, they're uh, one of the toughest organizations. They're tougher than some of the United States organizations. Yes. Um, I don't know why, but they don't tolerate nonsense over there. No, they they're very protective of uh, of the consumers over there and. I think the U.S. should definitely kind of follow suit a little bit more. Maybe they might wake up after this. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. No, I'm hoping that the United States might wake up a little more because of what the European Union is doing. But again, I don't know. Yeah, uh, it, it's just really hard to say when when there's so much. When, when you think about the campaign, people like uh, fund the campaigns uh, through these corporate interest groups. It, it's it's pretty nasty over here politically. I, I agree with you. And the thing I think that's funny, Marcus, is that, you know, uh, on Facebook, if you decide that you want to do something, you want to advertise politically. Well, guess what? You can't actually uh, advertise politically unless uh, pretty much you give them information about yourself. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's terrible, Marcus. I, I really do. It is. And so we're just going to have to wait and see. But I am very glad uh, that the EU is stepping up on board. And I think they're saying, hey, you know what, Facebook? We know what you're doing. We know your name change. But you know what? We're not buying it. And I think a lot of other consumers and now business owners and business advertisers in the media, guess what? They're not really saying you're full of it. But in a polite way, they're kind of just not giving Facebook, Meta, whatever we want to call them these days, uh, the recognition that they think they deserve. No, uh, they're probably last on the list now uh, for the solution for advertising. 
I mean, there have been some other companies out there, which we could talk on other shows, like, you know, you have Facebook Boost and stuff like that. But, you know, the only challenges I don't like with some of these companies, they say they want to help you, okay? But here's the problem. They really don't because they have no um, – they really have no support. Their support is email. Yeah. That's not support. What, are no, you kidding me? Yeah. So, but this is what everybody's doing, Marcus. They're all going through this, uh, I guess they're going through this challenge and saying, hey, you know, this is what we need. But at the at the end of the day, you know, when you offer support like that, I don't know. I, I, think, I think it's terrible. And I think that companies right now are looking for a better way. So now that Facebook is kind of losing some market share, if we'll say, quote unquote, um, you know, now you're having an excuse or an example to why you should pay a company ten or fifteen dollars a month. But really, what they're doing is they're dumbing down the Facebook interface. Mm -hmm. So they're letting you get in there and make uh, lookalike audiences, and they're also giving you more exposure on Eventbrite. But why should you have to pay for that? That that's my question. You know, why, why should you have to pay for that? No, so you, we're you definitely shouldn't. No, I, I don't think so either. And, and uh, you know, you're, you're paying money for something that already exists. And the only way they provide support is by chat. And the only ones they really call are people that are their yearly subscribers, which incidentally is just under 200 bucks a year. I think that's outrageous. It's totally and it's, it's, it's pure hustling. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it all boils down to. Um, this is hustling at its very best, and they're all about uh, trying to line their pocketbooks. Exactly. You know, and uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, we've been following it for a while. A lot of things have been happening with, you know, with different companies and stuff like this. But, you know, technology's really been sweeping our nation, especially with what's happened during the pandemic and new types of uh, solutions and products and services that weren't really available or even, let's say, in the minefield of possibly being offered. Well, things have been happening a lot, as you know, in the um, the automotive industry because they've been hurting. And um, an executive, okay, actually leaves. Yes, another Facebook executive leaves. Uh, actually, 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 this is uh, not a Facebook. This is actually Jimmy. Exactly. Um, this is this is going to be uh, Apple. I'm I'm so much on mm -hmm. on Facebook. I'm stuck on. It's actually Apple. <laughs> uh, we're talking on Facebook so long, but actually, it's another it's another Apple employee, and we, they've lost a couple. And um, another Apple uh, chief moves. Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtowns Healthcare in Denver. Downtowns Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtowns Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. And he goes to Volkswagen. And he's going there to help with the uh, battery movement. Now, he's from the Apple Global Battery Development Department. Mm -hmm. And he's just leaving everything on the table to move over to Volkswagen. What do you make of that, Marcus? That's just kind of weird. Well, he's not violating the non-compete clause. That's in the true. That's, that, that's, that, that, <laughs> that's true because he's working for a different industry. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so they got to do do more to kind of tighten up on uh, their contracts. And um, yeah, this is going to be huge with Volkswagen, especially if they're looking to, as, as you read further in the article here, if they want to overtake Tesla. Because uh, that's gonna that's yeah. gonna be interesting, and you know this is the second time, ladies and gentlemen, in the past few months that Apple uh, has lost executives to an automaker. Does that set something in a trend to what's happening with technology companies? I mean, let's think about Apple. Let's think about Samsung, um, Motorola, mm -hmm. right? Does that mean that people in those areas are going to move over to car industries? We already learned what happened with, uh, what is it, Ford? They don't make cars anymore. Right. It wasn't profitable for them. So, hey, let's just stop making cars. We don't have to worry about the American people. Nah, we don't need to make cars anymore. We'll just make trucks. Well, everybody wants a truck. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I, think it's, I think it's crazy. I think what really uh, is going on is they're trying to leverage the resources that Apple has. Now, the only thing that would not surprise me, and it may happen soon, is that one of the big executives from, quote unquote, Google <laughs> might be uh, sucked up to go to one of the car care companies. Because if we can get the Apple and we can get the Google, we pretty much can run the world. Yeah. Uh, right behind the backs of um, the government, you know, um, they won't be able to break these companies up. I think it's all coming down to money and it's coming down to, you know, what is going to be the difference? And you know this as well as I do. Uh, many of the millennials, um, basically, you know, they would start out with a job for, I don't know, $30,000, $40,000 at a college. And then what would they do in six months, Marcus? They really? would leave that, leave that company. Yeah. Then they'd go somewhere else and maybe they'd make, I don't know, maybe $100,000, Six months later, they leave that company, mm -hmm. and then they do that again, and maybe they'd make maybe 160. Now they do that again, um, and they make about 250 um, thousand dollars. Okay, quarter of a million. They do it again, and they reach 500 thousand. I know somebody who did this, but the way they did it, Marcus, I think was just very low to the bottom of the bucket. I can't believe that people would do this. You know, the thing that really vexes me with this, not the fact that they're making the money, they're entitled to do that. When they're asked to do something by their boss, okay, they usually get their interns to do it for them, mm -hmm. which is fine. They're entitled to learn. But you know, if they make a mistake, they say, oh, you know what? Yeah, I didn't do that. One of the interns did that. Uh, I'll, I'll take care of it myself next time. Or now, let's say they do something that's really great. Uh, well, you know, uh, Mark, that was an amazing presentation. I know. Um, it must be all my years of experience and my degree. And meanwhile, they did nothing. The same intern did it. And yet they keep rising up the corporate ladder, which I think is unfair. Very unfair. Because they really didn't deserve it. Yeah. And they have this attitude, Marcus, that they hate people. Right. I knew someone like this one time. Everyone was a waste of their time unless they were making money off of them. That's a horrible attitude to have. It's very disgusting. It is, but there are people out there that, that still follow that mentality today that, 
They believe you should be a, I guess, a company company hopper. Is that the word? Company hopper. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> and you know, the thing is, they're not changing their philosophy. You see, most people think that millennials want money. That's not mostly what they want. They want to be able to make a difference in a company and affect culture. And if they can't do that, ladies and gentlemen, they're going to pick up their, uh, um, let's say, um, pail and shovel and go to another sandbox and uh, build their own company. And you'll be working for them. So I think it's important to embrace the culture, but I also think it's important to not allow them to dominate the way you want to do business. So I think there has to be a balance yeah. between these two dichotomies, millennial, non-millennial, Generation X, Y, and younger. I think it has to come down to the fact that we're in a synergy or a melting pot. And we have to respect each other because that's only how things are going to grow by feeding from each generation and supporting the end goal, which is to help companies grow and clients and businesses thrive, not just try to rate them for the highest dollar on the market to see who we can rip off the highest. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of that happening and uh, we're, we're not teaching our kids uh, that's uh, watching, you know, how to be loyal, uh, how to respect, None of that. You bring a good point up, Marcus. You know, when we think about loyal, most people say, well, you know, when you're loyal, they're loyal because of a price. But I tell people loyalty is not about a price. Loyalty is about the fact that you have a reputation, the fact that they trust you with their business data or to be in their office or to be in their company. Um, it's it's not the fact that you're going to offer them the best prices because if that's what you're looking for, that's not somebody who's loyal. That's somebody who's a cheapskate. Yeah. And they'll just go around from business to business. If they got a coupon for $2 more, well, they're not coming to your, uh, your shake shop. They're going to somebody else's. Loyalty is when you believe in the owner or the business establishment and you not only believe in them, but you enjoy the product and services and the experience for which that is being delivered every single time. And because it's consistent, you're willing to pay a little bit more. Mm -hmm. that, that's what I think it uh, comes down to. And, uh, you know, if you pay a little bit more, people always say you're going to get a better value. And that usually is the case. Sometimes that's not the case because people try to extort that factor to like, exorbitant amounts uh, or they put a name on something and suddenly the product becomes 10 times worth more because it has somebody's famous name on it. Mm -hmm. That's branding. Yeah. But if you get stuck in that loop, uh, a lot of companies just do business with others because it has a name. And they don't really look at the fact of what the company's doing or not doing. They just say, oh, well, that's X, Y, Z. And because they had a reputation 10 or 20 years ago, well, they must be good today. They're not. They just had a brand and they did something well many years ago and they established a brand, but that brand may not be what it was 10 or 20 years ago. But people still buy it. Even if it goes up in price, they keep buying it, Marcus. 
It's true. It is. It is definitely true. Yeah. You know, and and when you think about the holidays right now, and uh, you know whether you have um, son, daughter, nephew, uncle, cousin, and I don't know, maybe you went and bought them a desk. <laughs> and uh, one thing I know that's horrible when you ever you buy somebody furniture, uh, usually only do this with close family. It's always the disaster of putting it together because the people you're giving it to usually don't know how to assemble the desk and it becomes more of a disaster or a divorce plan uh, because this desk that you suddenly bought them was supposed to make their lives great and easier and fun now becomes this dividing factor because nobody wants to put it together. So I have a tip for you. Um, there's a company out there called TaskRabbit. You may or may not have heard of them before. You actually can go to their website and you could find somebody to go to their house after the holidays and actually assemble that desk for them. So when you give them the you give them the um, the desk or whatever you're buying for me, say, hey, look, uh, I'm also giving you the assembly with it. Let me know what dates are good for you and, and we'll set up assembly. See, I think that's smart. It's kind of like, you know, giving a toy. You remember this many years ago, like Merlin, and you gave Merlin, but you didn't give him with batteries. Well, that's annoying. <laughs> so um, if you guys have some things this holiday, maybe you need somebody to wait in line for you. But I know myself, it was several years ago that I had uh, a desk and the local store couldn't put it together for me. I was very frustrated. I went online to TaskRabbit. didn't really know what to think of them, to be honest with you. I think it was just another site. And um, I thought they were just going to sign me somebody, but no, they actually give you profiles that you can look through and, and review and decide who you want to uh, do work with. They all make offers. You tell them what you have, the project, as much specification as you can. Uh, you can chat with them, talk with them, and decide who's going to work with you, look at their recommendations. And uh, all the payment is protected through the platform. So you don't have to play any games with knowing whether they're not getting paid. All tips are done through the platform. So this holiday season, whether it's Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, uh, you can check out TaskRabbit.com and know that whatever you've purchased, if it needs to be assembled, whether it's a swing set, whether it's a desk, whether it's a chair, or whether you just need them around the holidays just to run some errands, you may want to check them out because those few extra moments might make the difference to whether you're considered a good person at Christmas time or somebody that never has time. I think that's the biggest thing executives have is, is time. And we have to know how to manage it. So if we can hire other people to do things for us that we don't need to do, I think that's a great thing. I know my family always said to me, you know, John, don't spend money um, wasting your time. Spend money on things that you're not good at and you don't need to be good at. I don't need to know how to hang wallpaper, so I don't hang wallpaper. <laughs> I don't need to know how to carpet my house or fix my pipes. Get someone else to do that. Use your money to manage your time wisely by hiring other people that are able to do the things you can't do and um, give you back the time you need in your life. So we'll pop a link uh, down below a little bit later in the program and you can actually get some money back and uh, get some of those uh, useful tasks done and maybe get um, a little less stress for the holidays and maybe get some more peace of mind. So, again, that's TaskRabbit.com, but we'll pop a link a little bit later. 
So uh, Apple, we've talked about Apple many times, Marcus. And, you know, Apple is saying something interesting. Uh, guess what they're allowing people to do now? What's, what's that, John? They're going to now let iPhone users repair their own devices. Wow, that's a shocker. <laughs> I, 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 I am I'm like... surprised. <laughs> I'm like bound for words. I don't know what to say. Well, yeah. I know what to say. This is happening. We know why this is happening, don't we? This is happening because of the pressures that are getting put on them. Are you sure it's not COVID? <laughs> oh, it has nothing to do with COVID. This has to do with the fact that Apple has been one of those companies for a while that believes they were above scrutiny. Yeah. So Apple plans, according to CNN, to give customers the ability to repair their own devices because of the pressures from regulators and consumers around the world for manufacturers to ease restrictions on fixing products. Hey, what about that? <laughs> you know, this is going to be quite interesting. And uh, I'm wondering what they're going to charge for these parts, you know, these spare parts that are going to well, have that, that, that's my That's my concern. So now they're going to make yeah. parts available, but it's more than just making parts available, Marcus. It's yeah. now providing the tools and making new products user serviceable. Somebody can't just change their own battery very easily. No, that's not. So that I think this is going to have to move forward with newer, newer products. OK, uh, the company says that it has more than 200 parts and tools available at launch. Also, they're now going to give not give but You're not going to be able to buy those special million dollar tools. How much are they going to be worth <laughs> to fix the iPhone 12 yeah. and 30? You're going to be able to fix it yourself. It's going to only start for the iPhone 12 and the iPhone 13 initially. Uh, but mm -hmm. they're planning to expand it to Mac computers as well as Apple's new in-house M1 chip, uh, which is basically what they use. They use the new M1 chip. So uh, the company um, revealed the prices of its spare parts when the program uh, is going to formally launch. So we don't know what it's going to be, but Apple said it will charge individual users the same price it currently charges independent repair providers. All right. I'll believe that when I see it. Yeah. You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I, I'm just wondering too. You know, should should we be concerned about anything with with this rollout? Like, you know, far as like security or like possible refurbishing, you know, uh, issues that you know that they were worried about initially. Well, I think the issue is this: is that it's going to be the fact that you're going to be repairing your own phones. So just like people would repair a computer. I mean, you have the same dangers that you do. Um, you know, there is obviously media in the device that could be, you know, uh, toppled into the wrong hands, but that's with anything. So Apple is becoming or moving to what we call a friendly electronic manufacturer repair company. Something I never thought I'd hear in the same sentence. No, I didn't either, you know. 
And I want to quote uh, CNN Business. President Joe Biden passed an executive order. This was in the past July that directed the Federal Trade Commission to issue rules regarding companies to, to allow do-it-yourself repairs. And days later, the FTC anonymously voted to condemn existing repair restrictions by manufacturers with the agency's chair, uh, Lena Khan, vowing to root out illegal repair restrictions that may flout the U.S. antitrust and consumer protection laws. So basically, if they don't do this, I'll tell you what's going to happen. Their product is going to be 86 from the United States. Mm -hmm. So that's why they're doing this. It's not yeah. because they want to be a good company. It's because they'll wind up on the blacklist. Oh, yeah. That's that's not really good for them at all. And they want to play ball, and they do not want to get, get uh, blacklisted at all. They want to continue to keep the, the good times rolling here in the U.S. But I, I'm happy they're doing it, regardless of the reason. Hopefully this might change people's persona of Apple. Uh, and I think it could help them. Because there are a couple companies, Apple's one of them, that just does not like to make products user serviceable. Now, when you get into machines, and I'm not going to name some machines, it's hard to make these machines user serviceable. Why? Well, <laughs> because somebody has to have some background in the technology, right? We're not talking about, you know, just replacing a simple battery. We're talking about changing a gear, or changing a board. And if you don't know what you're doing, uh, it's a little more than just fixing a phone. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I think there's got to be some rules to where this goes. Does that mean somebody can just go home and suddenly fix their own power supply? I would hope not. That's very dangerous. Or does that mean that, uh, well, we'll have a do-it-yourself repair kit for the nuclear reactor that we bought that doesn't work, right? Yeah, you just call a 1-800 number and uh, we'll send you a a kit for $9.99 and uh, you can repair your own reactor. I hope not. Yeah, I, I really hope they took a, a real careful look at across the board for some of the things that they, they really wanted to to restrict, like, you know, do it yourself for, because you can't do it yourself about everything. You can't just Google and, and, and say, how do you do this? And, and, and people, then people you, try, Marcus. They try every day. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the type of stuff that end up on the news and you wonder how the heck did this guy get his hand stuck there? <laughs> it's going to be a big, big challenge. Yeah. That's all I can say. It's going to be a, a great big challenge. So we're, we're going to have to see, uh, you know, what's going on. But at the end of the day, uh, I think we're just going to have to watch and, and, uh, observe what's going on but i think more and more products that come to the market now are going to probably come with the fact is maybe i wouldn't be a bit surprised if there's a diy label on it like diyr so like diy repairable if you see that diyr maybe that means it's repairable do it yourself repairable that seems like might the future. A, that seems like a logo that might need to be incorporated just like the ul logo needs to be incorporated yeah. right so if you buy something and, well, this product's $100 more. Yeah, it's $100 more, but it has a DIYR, which means I know I can repair it with, you know, parts I can get. Mm. I, I think that's going to make a difference. I know I would pay a few more pennies to get something. Um, I know some of these um, TVs that have been around for a while, they say it they're repairable, but they're not do-it-yourself repairable. I tell people the time and effort you've got to go through to take the TV apart and the special tools you have to have, you know, you can buy them. It's not worth it. 
No, it's not. I, I wouldn't try. I, I can't even fathom it. Well, they're they're paying people to go out there, a flat fee to, to repair a TV set, which takes more than a few hours to take apart and replace the broken LEDs or the ones that don't work. They're giving people like fifty nine dollars mm-hmm. for four yeah. hours. Yeah, something's wrong with that picture. Yeah, something's not right. <laughs> but they yeah. got a lot of bad TVs out there. I'm not going to mention what manufacturer, uh, but um, I would never buy this one TV because they're always breaking. Um, I've always liked Sony, and I've always liked Samsung. Yeah. Uh, they You pay a little more, but they seem to work. Yeah, me, me as well. You know, John, I've always been um, those those two brands. and uh, You got to go with what works, and apparently – uh, the, these these companies, they just don't care. You know, they uh, they rather cheapen uh, cheapen their products and you know and, and give you the price tag. Even when it comes to laptops, uh, you know, the one that I use, even though I flip them every five years, my whole organization has them. Um, we love Lenovo. We loved it when it was IBM, and then they kind of licensed over to um, uh, the other company. And the other company basically could do service and have the ability. They could have, actually they could have the ability to manufacture as long as they contracted IBM to do their service. So, you know, um, Lenovo, ThinkPad, you kind of think of them in the same sentence. But Lenovo is a separate company mm-hmm. that got the ability to manufacture it with the agreement that they allow IBM. To provide the service for it. You know, that's it's a very interesting thing because the minute they stop allowing IBM to do the service for it, then they don't have the right to manufacture it anymore. Hmm. Yeah, that they, they know where they're going with that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, speaking about knowing where things are going, well, the feds are still investing uh, their time and they're still uh, investigating uh, the old Facebook, well, they still they call them Meta, Meta or uh, Facebook, uh, over the impact that Instagram is having on kids and um, what their behaviors are. So uh, a group of 10 state attorneys have launched an investigation into this. The social media, the company formerly known as Facebook. And uh, they're focusing on the potential harms of Instagram platforms on children and teens. So not just children, but teens. Mm-hmm. And this is coming after extensive research and finding that documents uh, leaked to the whistleblower, Francis uh, Hugan, uh, that the company's own researchers have found that Instagram can damage young users' mental health and body image and can exacerbate, and I quote, dangerous behaviors such as eating disorders. So I think Facebook, which is what they're calling it now, Meta, they failed to protect young people, as they said, on this platform and instead choose to ignore it in some cases, double down, or they are known as hidden manipulators. So I think the reason for them changing their name to Meta is they're hoping that they're going to get a whole new like credit. But the industry is not allowing it. They're still like tracing them back to their old social security number or to their old name. They're just not letting them drop Facebook. It's still there. They're calling it Meta FB. 
Yeah, that's that's what's happening. And uh, I, I mean, you know, it, it's like a criminal, you know, uh, trying to uh, re rehab themselves <laughs> after going out and, and committing a series of crimes and, and 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 never getting charged for it. And you know, now that it's it's being dug up, you know, you you, you gotta you gotta face the music at some point. I, I agree with you, and I don't feel Facebook uh, Meta's ever going to face the music until they get hit with some hefty, hefty fines. Because yeah. even though they said they're going to put parental controls, they're going to do this, they're going to do that, I don't believe them. I don't believe them for a second. No. Because it, they're going to say they don't work or they tried or we can't be responsible because we had problems with our servers. There's always going to be some kind of an issue. Yeah, the amount of profit that they have gained you know, from uh, from what they've been doing for, for countless years you know, is – it's insurmountable, and I don't think. And, you're I, and walk I think away from I think it. I think it's time to pay the piper that uh, Mark and all the other executives, and when people are going to start leaving the company because you're working for a company that basically is extorting kids. Yeah. It's and a they serious even, business. And they and they even know they're doing it because it's inside their internal documents. Their own researcher said it. <laughs> so like, yeah, and she, and she left and she left the company. So. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be very, very interesting to you know what we're going to find. You know, we may not find anything, Marcus, for over a year. It might take us a while, but I believe we're going to find something. And I think by the time we find something, here's what I think is going to happen. I think they're going to be on to a whole new venture. OK, they're still going to have their Facebook, but they're going to be on to a whole new venture. There might be another company created. And when this other company is created, guess what's going to happen? Well, they're going to basically not care so much and then pay whatever they want to pay. Yeah, but, you know, I, I think it's still. Oh, I, I, I don't ag I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it, John. You know, it, it, you know, it, I just I still feel like somewhere deep in my heart, though, once, once the feds get a hold of you, you know, they, they don't let up. You know, I, I think this investigation is going to, you know, really hit them hard at some point. But when? Yeah. That's the question. Well, speaking about getting hit hard, is censorship going against the First Amendment? Mm. Are we starting to censor too many things online? That's interesting. I mean, I think it is. What do you think? Yeah, I, you know, I think when you give regular people um, with opinions the ability to to cancel people, I, I think that's where the where the problems is going. And, and I think when Facebook has the ability to you know, to moderate, you know, what what goes out there and control the narrative, this it's an issue as well. I, I think it comes down to the fact. It's about power. Yeah. It's about money. And I feel that there might be certain topics out there, whether you and I agree with them or not, uh, they have a right to be out there. Now, I agree that information out there, um, and I know I have to be uh, clear on this because when I say the word harm, something that we think might harm us wouldn't harm others. So what I mean by harm, and I have to specify this, is anything that would get out there uh, that would cause someone 
to harm another person against their will and cause them pain or harm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for example, if there's an article on there and this article talks about, you know, how kids can fight. Well, if the two kids want to fight and they want to go play football, there's nothing wrong with that. And you want to go argue, well, this kid's uh, not even 13. He should be. Uh, that shouldn't be an issue. If the kids are in that range and they agree to play football, that shouldn't be anybody's business. Okay. But if now somebody else posts something that's older and now saying, well, why kids shouldn't fight? See, that that's a problem because now they're kind of getting where they don't belong. And I think they may have a right to speak and say, okay, I don't think that's right. That's okay. But that doesn't mean the other comments should be taken down. No, it shouldn't. And, and also you can get into the adult world with this. So everyone has their right to what they want and what they don't want. What I have a problem with is when something goes against the age limit. So if it's an 18 or it's a 21 plus, whatever it is, that content should be blocked from minors or people under the legal age. That, that, that's my thing. There's always going to be things in the other age realms, and people have the right to speak about their piece there, but they also can't have people younger in there, and they also can't make comments that are going to be derogatory, defamatory, or accusative of anyone. Can't do that. The one thing I always said, Marcus, and this is this is a gem, you know, no one has the right, Marcus, to make you feel inferior about yourself except for one person. That's you. That's right. So if you don't want to be inferior, don't let people feel inferior. Don't do it. I think the problem with censorship is that some people want to show their their views. And they're afraid because they're going to get attacked from the other side. This could be race, religion, sexual orientation, color, uh, a plethora of things, political uh, views. You should not fear being attacked by the other opposing side if they don't agree with you. See, that's my problem. It's okay that they want to state something and, hey, I don't agree with that or I don't agree what you're doing. That's fine, but don't put it on the person. Just say something like, I don't agree with that behavior for people in general or people of this age. That's fine. Don't start naming the personnel. Like, Brian, uh, you shouldn't be doing that. With your no, no, this is not a place where you tell people what they can and can't do with their life. You want to say what you want to say? Great. You know, I don't think uh, teens should be permitted to play football that's you know, less than tag or, or I don't think uh, non-teens, anybody below 13 should be able to play tackle football. They should only be able to play tag. That's your right. But that doesn't mean you should accuse someone or get on their case because they don't do something. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. Um, I, I think a, a, a real brilliant idea that would solve a lot of this, you know, internet, you know, beef, it would be, you know, just having a, you know, agree or dislike button. And, and then when you hit comment, instead of comment, you know, you know, um, reply to reply to the why you disagree and and, and remove well, that. Well, that, that's a that's a great point is that when somebody yeah. makes an agree or disagree, they have to give a reason. 
Yeah, you got to. I think that might change people's because the problem is is people's time in social media. They click a thumbs up, but then what does that mean? Did I like it? Did I? I mean, like take the word dope for example. Mm -hmm. Somebody says, "Oh, that was dope," and now like if you didn't know the latest uh, nomenclature, like what is he saying? And now you're suddenly in this fist fight with somebody, and like, oh no 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 no, dope means dope is good. It's like it's really cool. Well, there isn't like a guide published for everyone because, see, there can be idiosyncrasies and misinterpretations of things. And I think that's the biggest problem that we run into every single day. And the post post should, you know, just say strictly in front of it, opinion, you know, with the semicolon and then whatever you're going to write. Yeah, exactly. If something is a fact and you can prove it's a fact, well, then we got to have people verifying facts, you know, stuff like that. But I I think people need to realize that when you're online and making a comment, there's no difference than someone being in person and making a comment. I think that's the problem. People think because they're behind a glass wall or because they're home somewhere that they're protected, that they could do whatever they want. And they can't. No, not at all. This is why we have cyberbullying and all kinds of nonsense. Well, Marcus, we are at the top of our hour. I don't know where our time goes, but I just want to personally uh, thank uh, TaskRabbit once again for being a sponsor of ours the last month. It has been uh, great having you as a sponsor to support the great quality educational content that we provide uh, our viewers all around the world about technology, about people, and we learn more about things than I guess people actually tune into. So uh, I think we kind of surprise people in that we're not just a technology show. We don't just talk about iPhones. We don't just talk about, you know, what happened with a company. We get some opinions and um, we explain why things shouldn't be the way they are. So if um, you need something for the holidays, go check out TaskRabbit.com. We'll go ahead and pop a link below. And you can click on that link and save a few extra bucks and maybe save some time by having them wait in line for you to get that special. What's the in thing, the, the Sony box or the whatever people want to wait for this year. Uh, perfect time to schedule your in line waiters or maybe just need somebody to run to the dry cleaners for you or to give you a few extra hours so that you can do the things that you need to do and not spend time. What I call uh, run being a runner. Uh, or a gopher, as my grandfather used to say. So it has been a wonderful uh, evening with you again, Marcus. And I hope you guys will come back and join us next week. But I do want to announce something brand new that I'm launching. Uh, On December 1st, you will be able to go to YouTube and type in John space, C space, M-O-R-L-E-Y, and the word serial entrepreneur will pop up automatically. Once it does, you'll be able to look for my new series, Uh, that's coming out, we'll be having 25 dates of the holidays. Each day from December 1st to December 25th, I will unwrap a gift, giving you some insight, wisdom, maybe something you should do to get in the holiday spirit, or maybe help you become a better version of yourself and help others become a better version of themselves. If you'd like to apply to become a guest on our show, just go to jmor.com, click on the reach out button on the top right, and then click on the apply to become a guest Fill out all the information, put your profile in. Our team will review it. If we think you're a match, we'll invite you uh, for a vetting session. After that vetting session, uh, we will then decide whether you will be on our show. Again, I hope that you guys uh, are enjoying getting into the holiday spirit. And remember, um, we have so much to be grateful for. 
Have you given thanks for the things in your life today? I'm John C. Morley, serial entrepreneur. I wish you guys another great weekend. Goodbye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the J. Moore Weekly Technology Show, where we answer your questions about how technology is supposed to work and sometimes why you have challenges getting it to work that way. For more IT support and tips, just text IT support to 88811. That's IT support to 88811, and you'll get tips on technology. I'll see you next week right here on the J. Moore Tech Talk Show. Remember, jmor.com. suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown.